welcome to Bunta Vista, uh, episode 174. My name is Andrew, and I'm here at the Four Seasons Hotel, where there is nothing going on. Standing around the lobby, it's really quite empty. Uh, people's footfalls are echoing around the large room where there is really not that much activity. Uh, standing next to me and just checking her watch over and over again, it's Lucy. Hi, it's just, it's really weird because, I mean, the presidential election just happened and there's just, there's just nothing going on. I'm having a really quiet day here at my job. Hmm. And there's a lot of room. There's There's a lot lot of room. room. There's, I mean, it's a hotel. What I would do here if, like, if it was up to me is I would probably have some kind of, like, a conference here or a a meeting of some kind. Okay, these are interesting ideas. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, frantically pacing around by the front door and insisting to the people coming through that he's doing some kind of security sweep as he pats their <laughs> pockets and buttocks. It's Theo. Hey, hey, you So you say like security sweep, but really not a lot of people coming in. Just not a lot of people here. I thought it would be a bumper day. I mean, it's but... the coronavirus, you know, no one's traveling. It's Well, yeah. yeah. So it's sort of making my job very easy, which I can probably knock off early. Um, I'm going to do a bit of shopping afterwards. Does anyone know where I can find um, a dildo shop and a crematorium? <laughs> I have two separate items of business that I I have need a body to, get to be out. cremated and I need to pick up a new dildo. Is there anywhere I could do both <laughs> of these things like very quickly? <laughs> How related are the two things? Uh, very unrelated. I just It's complete coincidence, hmm. uh, but it is a very specific requirement that I have. I have a body to dispose of, and I need to rent an industrial mulcher. <laughs> uh, no way to know where that could be. Hey, let's look over at the TV that happens to be in the lobby here. There's Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> Fresh off of his World Borat 2 tour of touching his dick in front of somebody he thinks is a child. Good times. He, he sure was, did do that. And that was seven years ago, I think. <laughs> it was so yeah. long ago in I'm, the grand scheme. I'm so tired. Oh boy. <sighs> so we've all we've all heard what this is now. Uh, it is the, the it is the funniest thing to occur in human history. That is what that is. It's so funny that I can hardly believe that it's real. No, like, absolutely. That anything s- so good could happen. In I, the I year saw 2020. it online, and I thought, okay, this this has to be fake and yep. then i saw more people posted online and i thought oh this must be a misunderstanding there's of what be is some explanation because there's just a photo there's a horrible like um adobe wall or something and a stand and you think oh okay well look it, it could be anybody though that that's that's doing that surely it's not uh rudy giuliani mm-hmm. doing a press conference at the four seasons total landscaping in between a dildo <laughs> store and a crematorium <laughs> Which I assume is just the in, like industrial storeroom for the people that do the landscaping at a Four Seasons hotel. It is really the Fishwick of. It's the it's very Fishwick for sure. Well, there's also like I saw something where somebody was ringing around to all the different like businesses named Four Seasons something mm. <laughs> like around the same town. They were like, "No, we haven't heard anything." <laughs> but um. But surely the thing that is most puzzling to all of us in this occurrence, which is that Donald Trump has by this point officially lost his re-election campaign. Mm. Everybody agrees. Uh, there's really no clawing it back at this point. Yeah, so that happened. Uh, eat shit. Eat shit. I think we can um, all say that. Big eat shit from the show. And he 
uh, is, I guess, intending to launch a series of legal challenges. Um, the only problem is that his crack legal team is headed up by Rudy Giuliani, who seems to constantly be having some kind of meltdown. And uh, Jared Kushner is juggling Kushner. seven books that are all uh, American law for idiots. He's a busy man. He's really trying busy to man. solve that Middle East deal, you know? Oh, I thought he'd done that. He probably has. So they they said, hey, let's book us a little press conference where we can talk to people about how he totally didn't lose the election because of his hyper-competent re-election campaign. Mm-hmm. Very competent stuff. And uh, I guess instead of booking the Four Seasons Hotel, they booked Four Seasons Total Landscaping between Which- a... a- a sex shop and a crematorium. Would not be a thing. I don't imagine that any conference of any kind has ever happened at the Four Seasons Total Landscaping, right? So Imagine someone phoning up, hey, can we book it? Right. Huh? And some teenager is like, eh, I'll ask my boss. They're like, sure, <laughs> come down and make a booking, thinking that you're going to like come and rent a ride on mower yeah. for a little while, you know. Got tractors, got mowers, got the whole lot. So, the part of this that is, I mean, obviously, a a lot of aspects of this are kind of mind-numbing. The part that I have a lot of trouble with is that this happened, and then people found out that it had happened, like the booking, and then they went, well, it's pretty late in the day, and that's the only booking we managed to get, so... That's where I guess, it is. I guess yep. we have to do it there. No option but to continue. There's no option. We couldn't stop at any point and just say, uh, not not do this, not rock up to the Four Seasons Total Landscaping and, and do, a press, do your last press press conference there. That's the best thing is I feel like this is, you know, the last vision of the um, it, Trump it is administration. The yeah. absolute encapsulation of, of their competence, I, I think. And... Seeing Rudy Giuliani find out live during the press conference that it, that it was had over, been, that it had been called by all, all the networks. <laughs> better, <sighs> better than Bush finding out about nine eleven. Really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I, I don't know. I love the idea that they couldn't have just said, "Oh, so what we do is we immediately try to book a real place to have a conference, and then when we get asked about this, we say no." No, nope, wasn't me. Mm. That's not a real thing. That's a silly thing someone said to a reporter, and you idiots believed it. You fools. You cowards. As opposed to going down to the landscaping supply store and putting up a bunch of Trump signs and taking oh. your own podium to the landscaping supply store. Yeah, they had store. to take their own podium because there wasn't one at the Four Seasons landscaping store for some reason. I wonder why. <laughs> Didn't have their own podium set up. AV facilities, just yeah. terrible. <laughs> Oh, it's so good. I got to say, you guys are pretty poorly set up for press conferences down here <laughs> at the Four Seasons. Have you got Total one of those dongles that like goes into a MacBook 2013 and then comes out as like a HDMI thing? And the guy's like, well, we've got, we got blood and bone. What the fuck do you want from us? <laughs> it's just such an enjoyable time to be online. I'm not excited by a Biden presidency, but I think we can all admit that watching Donald Trump lose specifically, was extremely satisfying and very fun. Very much. And I think he will continue to have a tantrum about it for a very long time. I think that his... Oh, yeah. Um, it's I not over. That, 
yeah, his most fervent supporters will they will they will do the behavior that has characterized uh, his term in office, which is believing whatever he says to the contrary of any and all like logic or evidence that is supplied to them through the world. And they're all eating it up, which is great. I'm loving it. It's very healthy. Can't see what's going to go wrong in America from now on. Yeah. Um, I guess the the problem is that, well, the th- the thing that's fine for those people, right, is that they can continue just posting about this on Facebook. They can continue posting like about mail-in ballots on Stop the Steal 3.0 private Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. They'll be in a nice group of like-minded individuals. Um, there is a bit of an issue for, I guess, political prognosticators who have spent a whole bunch of time insisting that Trump was 1,000% going to get back in, um, insisting that Joe Biden was an old, dazed, demented... I mean, he is. Confused he has clock is twice. Yep, okay. They're not wrong on this. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Um, and the fact that he won by such a small margin is deeply embarrassing for the Democrats, for the record. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So, yeah, the problem is that if you if you make your money uh, trying to act like you actually know anything about what's going to happen politically, then you might be tempted to change gears at this point. If you have someone like George Christensen, for example, you mm. might just continue to post about electoral fraud forever. Right. But if you are someone like notorious dipshit Andrew Bolt, right-wing columnist and the Herald Sun and all that sort of thing, uh, then you have to continue posting as though you have a big brain and are very smart. So I'd forgotten that Andrew Bolt even existed. You know, I feel like we haven't been hearing much from him. People have forgotten about him. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. To to an extent. Um, And of course, all all the way through uh, Trump's presidency, he's basically been you know, doing his columns along the lines of the worst thing in the world anyone can ever do is virtue signal. And that's why they don't understand how great Trump is. Yeah. Uh, we also had Miranda Devine get exported over there to the New York Post to cover Trump yeah. during the campaign. Andrew Bolt's really upset that he's never been asked to um, go over to the US to have his he, opinions. He probably is, but I don't think he has um, Miranda's ass-kissing energy. That's true. Yeah, she she is truly committed to like describing him as you know after he got his COVID diagnosis, describing him as like the invincible leader. Yeah, right. Like like some pretty psycho stuff, you know. Uh, Andrew Bolt, however, likes to present himself, I guess, as like a really I've got my head screwed on straight kind of guy. Yeah, I'm a smart guy. I just love Donald Trump. Blue sky thinker. Yeah. Mm. So um, he posted an article. Uh, well, he, he posts, sorry, a, a blog post. A blog <laughs> on the Andrew Bolt blog on the Herald Sun. Yep. So, the Andrew the Andrew Bolt blog is primarily uh, Andrew Bolt's blog posts, and two-thirds of them are, like, three sentences from an article and then a link to the article, which more often than not is paywalled. Yep. So, he did do a blog post um, on the night <laughs> say, titled, Ha Ha! <laughs> November 4th. Um, on the Bolt Report on Sky at 7pm, Donald Trump seems to have won again. Celebrate with me and let's hammer home the lessons. Some gloating will be unavoidable. He got that right, bitch. That sure will be. Uh, and then he updated that somewhere with inside 12 hours later, uh, changing the 
headline from ha ha to uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. With the much more tempered um, update, late count swings to Biden. That's all it says. It's not like sorry, I fucked up. It just like, says oh, update. No. That is such a that is such a. Uh, I've just gone away and. Uh, Googled the thing that I was having an argument mm. with my partner with about on Wikipedia. And it turns out I'm wrong. So also, when did he even post this? I don't remember a time where the election looked like Donald Trump had won it. No, no. I think it for a while there he... It was in between. They, they, they were just like close. keeping pace or yeah. he was like a little bit in front of the start as the big obvious states came in. Um, but yeah, it was never a point where it was like, oh no, it's an absolute lock. Um, so he has also, um, been, been posting things since then to say, hey, allegations of voter fraud are dangerous. And now he's completely changed his gears to say, um, Donald Trump would have won if only he had not been Donald Trump (laughs) (laughs) as the, with the title bragging Donald Trump threw this election away. Damn Donald Trump for throwing away this election. Conservatives around the world will now pay for his ludicrous bragging, bullying, and lying. Trump would have won if he'd just acted like a president, if he'd acted with dignity and discipline. I'm enjoying that it's it's now the problem. This is because he lost a thing. The exact person that he has been for four years. For for 70 years. years, (laughs) Forever, for his entire life. Like, why wasn't he more dignified? But the thing that we've all known about Trump's most, like, diehard supporters the whole time is that is exactly what they they love about him. They They love it. That's why they voted for it again. They love it. They want more of it. Absolutely. Everybody who disagrees with me is a fucking idiot, and I hate them. Like... You know, you look at the look at the stuff like um, the the Trump train convoys and stuff, where people had like uh, you know dummies with Antifa written on them, strapped across the hood of their car, like they'd mm. run them over and killed them. Like true, true politics of hatred. Yeah. And I think for for a lot of people, it all, all kind of to all sorts of different extents. That was what they they liked about him was that it was just razzing other people. And that's their entire worldview. That's all they want from the politics. Mm-hmm. If he had been dignified and disciplined the whole time, those people wouldn't have voted him in the first place. And uh, yep. yeah, it's funny that he suddenly has a problem with his bragging and bullying and lying. Yeah, no, you're you're hundred percent right. I mean, mm. the reason that Donald Trump, uh, against all expectations arrived at the top of the dung heap of the um, Republican primary was the fact that he bullied all of those reasonable, polite, horrible suit-wearing dipshits into the ground, and everyone watched that and laughed at it. And they said, this is the most incredible thing. Uh, We, like, you can just think of that incredible uh, picture of Mitt Romney having Mm -hmm. dinner with Donald Trump, just eating shit. Uh, that that was the, his whole deal. He just made people eat shit. He made all of those sensible options eat big bowls of shit for like for months and months, and that's why he became president. Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of people were like, "Let's do this again." Yeah, let's take another ride. Let's have another Trump ride. Trains. I don't Keep care that all my family are dead. Let's fucking do it. 
Um, let's take it to the comments section oh. of Andrew Bolt's post about uh, how Trump should have won. And I would say, having looked at the comments on this blog a, a lot in the past, that they generally seem to be a kind of 10 to 1 ratio of pro-Bolt uh, comments versus yeah. the occasional person it's saying, a, you're a big hypocritic a curious, kid. specific kind of uh, breed of melt that comments on the uh, Andrew Bolt posts, so... Enjoy that. Mm. So, um, but the comments on this one are things like, uh, Rowan says, if only these things had come to light during Trump's presidency. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so what you're saying is, if Trump had won the election, he would have won it, but he didn't. <laughs> Incredible. Uh, we've also got somebody saying, um, oh, so if you consider him to be a bully and a liar, why were you supporting him so strongly the whole time? Mm. Uh, and I particularly liked somebody saying, um, oh, in reply to that, oh, he didn't really support him that strongly. And they replied, you must have missed the ha-ha blog. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think it's, it's well and truly an underappreciated um, part of conservatives losing is seeing them immediately turn on each other like the coyotes that they are. Oh, it's so good. Mm. Love it. Not like Who, the left. Whose we're, fault is this? We're so no, civil not like, and pleasant we'll with see, each other. We'll, we'll, we'll kill each other while, like, while we're winning an election. It's, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I wonder um, what, what Miranda Devine has to say about it. Uh, oh, if, it's a post from November 8th. If there's fraud in the 2020 election, then we must find yeah, it. Yeah, no, no. She's, she's all on team fraud. She's all in on this horse shit. Well, so. where else can you go? No one's being like, you know what? We lost this election. Because why would you? You can just say that there was fraud and never never change your mind on it. Well, and I, I think it's very much like uh, the entire Russiagate thing, you know? Like, Oh, yeah, absolutely. You, that's, it's, this is just going to be their Russiagate forever. It's just going to be... But her uh, emails. Yeah, yeah. But her emails. Nobody, nobody has ever proved to me to any significant extent that this actually happened, but that will not stop me from believing it. No, that's, that's right. It is 100% going to spend the next four years, um, at the very least, um, pretending like Biden is an illegitimate president um, because of all this shit. It'll never get resolved, um, and people will continue doing that until they vote in someone even more heinous and mm. more calculating and uh, destructive than, than Donald Trump. So It's very funny because, you know, Republicans and Biden, they got so much in common, you know? They could come together yeah, on he could so be your many guy. issues. He could be your guy. Like, it's, uh, that's, that's the problem. So, <laughs> Oh, um, there's a... So, so Miranda Devine on her most recent column, post-Biden uh, victory, she's, she's done the most excellent uh, conservative heel turn, face turn, sorry, here, which is, she says, there's more evidence of voter fraud in the 2020 election than there ever was of Russia collusion. Untrue. Just patently untrue. (laughs) So America is owed a legal examination of the election irregularities alleged by the Trump campaign. It's not crazy to say this, despite the gaslighting from much of the media. Oh, you think gaslighting's a thing now? Oh, mm. interesting. All of a sudden? Interesting. Wow. Triggered much? Uh, 
Basically, the election is down to roughly 120,000 votes of almost 150 million votes cast. I don't think it is. No, I don't think it is. This, this is one a, a very dumb thing that we see come out of close elections, right? Where people are like, mm, well, I think you'll find the elections decided by these two states. Uh, and, and the problem with that is, no, it fucking isn't, because... The elections decided by uh, all these other massive like states that vote in huge numbers for one side or the other, right? So if one mm. of those states flipped, you'd be in a totally fucked situation. Um, so the the concept that Donald Trump lost by one hundred twenty thousand votes it's 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 ridiculous. That that's not. It's very annoying. And. Um you know, like apart from the very, very large issue that seems to be what the majority of Republicans who are complaining about this, including Trump, seem to be thinking of as electoral fraud, voter fraud and, and ballot fraud is votes being counted after polls closed. Well, yes. it's votes being counted after Donald Trump to his supporters specifically was like, don't vote by mail. It's fraudulent and then him being like why are all these mail votes for joe biden (laughs) well well it seemed like the the strategy as much as there was one you would think that maybe one strategy for an election would be to say here's what i'm going to do for you in my second term but that wasn't it um the strategy as far as i could tell seemed to be uh try to convince everybody that mail-in votes are fraudulent Mm -hmm. Um, so that you can get people to insist on voting in person and the only people who will want to line up in big crowds and vote in person are my supporters. Right. uh, Because his supporters are scared of the China virus. Uh Uh-huh. And the problem is that everybody went, mail-in ballots are legal in my state. Are fine. And that's fine. Right. No, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. A total, like, cold shot to say... Uh, we're we're going to steal the election, and this is the way in which that we're going to do it. Like mm. they've been running the delegitimization of mail-in ballot ballots and and late um, late ballots for for months and months, and everyone's like, "Oh, okay, he's going to try and uh, delegitimize this, and then afterwards claim that they're not legitimate votes and steal the steal the election." Um, while a whole bunch of people, including um, Gideon Rosner, who we covered in the on the other episode, was like, uh, I think you'll find he's not going to do that, which he said on November the 7th. <laughs> I think just looking back up at that, um, being incredibly wrong by just like two hours. So very fun, very enjoyable. Go on, uh, we, we actually spend um, a lot of time just rounding up the very dumb takes from uh, the very dumb people that populate our horrible media landscape on the bonus episode. So check that out. Um, The worst part of this election for me personally has been just having to watch Australian commentators like they just have to say something and they have no idea about America. (laughs) Yeah, but so they have to filter it through the only their only understanding of of the world and and politics. So we see that with like Joe Hildebrand's article which we talked about on the bonus where oh, did you? the only the only lens that he has to look through is the woke left, right? The right. the the concept of wokeness lost this election. Um and it's just it's I just I saw saddening. an article by him and it was like the election was decided by Midwestern states like Pennsylvania. 
Yeah. And I was like, please, sir, just you just view a map. Like you, you don't, don't know you don't have to. You Absolutely. can just say that I don't really know what I'm talking about. It's completely fine. Perhaps not if you're uh, legally obligated to have a dumb fucking opinion once a week to get your money, but you know. Not like us. Couldn't be us. (laughs) (laughs) Podcasts. They're nature's greatest natural resource, and it's important that they're harvested sustainably. Editing, production, fart sound effects. These are all important resources from our local ecosystems. That's why we're asking you to go to patreon.com slash Vista and pledge five US dollars a month to help support the healthy growth of a homegrown podcast like Bunta Vista. In exchange, you'll get an extra sustainably farmed episode every week, access to our Discord, and a naturally pristine, promo-free podcast feed. Thank you for helping look after one of nature's most precious resources. Oh boy. Anyway, that was uh that was very fun. Very enjoyable. We all liked it. It was a great day and eat shit, uh, Donald Trump. We can all say that. That's right. It's a, today we'll, we'll think fondly about well into the future. It really was pleasant. I really enjoyed myself. And far off in the future, mm. maybe we'll be thinking about things in the past and attempting to dig them up. In this segment, the one thing we didn't want to happen. This is the one thing we didn't want to happen. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so, this is a story that I think uh, we saw a little while ago, and Ben was very desperate to talk about. Um, but then he <laughs> foolishly chose to do a shift at the bar instead of being available to talk about it right now. Wow, what a fucking piece of shit. <clears throat> idiot! What an asshole. Beautiful idiot. First up, uh, this is from the ABC in mid-October. Yaloop Primary School in massive underground search for missing time capsule. (laughs) (laughs) Do time capsules actually get dug up? I've never, I've never had one dug up that I've seen. I feel like people don't wait long enough. No one cares. No, no, nobody cares. And the fact that they bury these at primary school um, with a whole bunch of primary school kids that are supposed to care about this and. When in reality, they're the people that care about this the absolute least. Um, and they like dig something up and go, oh, look, here's some photos from, from the past. And kids are just like already just passing out from boredom. It sucks. Yeah. Guess oh, what now, bitch? It. We've got the internet. Look, the, That's right. the, the digging Fuck up. The time capsule. I, I disagree in that I think the digging up, yes, kids would be bored by. Mm-hmm. Um, but this would be. Uh, a pretty inexpensive way to convince the entire school that they were taking part in like a scientific experiment of some kind. That's true. It's really, it's a day long activity. You put some stuff in like a, a lock, a lock box and you, you bury it. Um, the only problem is if you don't remember where you buried it. So in this case, it says here in the ABC article, metal detectors and a 20 meter excavated trench have not been enough to find a time capsule buried at Yalup Primary two decades ago, but the school isn't ready to give up just yet. For the past six weeks, <laughs> the workers at the school have been trying to find the capsule, which was buried in 2000 in time for an unveiling ceremony later this year with former students. Mm. That's what that, I thought. You guys know that distant past, the year 2000? Uh, this is all like for, for people so they can come back and be like, oh, I... I buried a 98 Degrees album. 
Cool. I don't, buried- have a, I don't have a CD player to listen to it on. I buried mm. my copy of Deus Ex. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's all going to be uh, people who, who buried like some piece of music or software and they're like, oh, I now have access to that and everything else in the world <laughs> at yep. all times. Uh, Principal Mark Gledhill said he thought the capsule, which contained a bottle of red wine... Okay. Mm, all right. And now photos I'm from students. This is just one teacher's idea to make some wine more valuable. Yeah. And photos from students, as well as their dreams of what the future may hold. Oh, let me tell you, I'd. It's better if you don't read those. <sighs> oh boy. <laughs> this is, is for it? the best. Oh boy. Flying cars and. Uh, oh boy. <laughs> Cure for all disease. <laughs> no, we just got new ones. New disease is dropping. 2020. Yeah. Woo. I've got Teslas, <laughs> though. Get excited. Teslas explode. <laughs> you can't afford one. <laughs> you can't take it back to the store if the roof comes off while you're driving. <laughs> Welcome to the future, bitch. Woo. <laughs> All porn is incest themed. <laughs> Woo. Uh, anyway, it had been buried underneath a large rock on the school grounds. Uh, we moved the rock and dug a six foot hole underneath and we couldn't find anything. He said, we've probably dug about a 20 meter trench by two meters and still can't find the time capsule. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Mr. Gledhill said several former students have come forward to try to help. We've had metal detectors come out and have a look. He said one former student even donated the time and the use of his excavator. (laughs) Uh, we did find a power cable while we were doing the digging, Mr. Gledhill said. That, of course, got cut, which cut power to the school. <laughs> I just feel like all the other teachers are probably like, it's fucking Mr. Gledhill out there again with fucking time capsule. It's just like cutting is, the entire power to the school. This is white whale. He's like not coming back to teaching. Hasn't shaved in six weeks. Yep, Looks disgusting. Not coming home at night. Mm-hmm. His wife wakes up in the morning and he's just sitting on the edge of the bed. I was wrong. Time capsules rule. Yeah, these are awesome. <laughs> Feet and hands covered in dirt, haunted look in his eyes. If you guys know where your school buried a time capsule, just go in and, and remove it. Because apparently this is what happens. It just ruins people's lives. The principal said he had not ruled out the prospect that someone else had already dug up the capsule. They might have been after the red wine in there, maybe. I'm not sure, he said. All right. So, Mr. Could- Gladhill did it. <laughs> <laughs> Very clearly Was he hiccuping when he said this? It's like, I don't know, maybe someone's just really desperate for that bottle of red wine You know, who could say? Yeah, you know how uh, kids who went to a school 12 years ago think to themselves Well, I'm, I'm 20 now Remember that time capture we buried? I'm 20 now, uh, I've had like several beers, but the bottle shops are closed what am I going to do? <gasps> Time capsule. I do have an excavator. <laughs> yeah, the guy's covering his tracks. Oh, you can use my excavator to look for it, he says. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Mr. Gledhill opened, hoped the capsule would be found before the reunion, but a decision had been made to delay the ceremony until next year. What? <laughs> What the fuck are you doing, Nobody dude? cares. Nobody cares about this. <laughs> In the meantime, Mr. Gladhill said the search would continue, but he intended to make it the last one. 
The next time, Capsule said, certainly will not be going in the ground. Right, because we have the internet. <laughs> it won't be going in a hole, he said. Uh, it will be going in the library on a wall. We figure it's pretty hard to lose a library. <laughs> That's just ridiculous. That is challenge accepted. I also enjoy the fact that this guy didn't have to go to the news at all. Um, like <laughs> no. everything he's doing, delaying the ceremony, all this stuff is just making. They could have just gone like, ah, oh, it's just not, it's not there. So sorry, guys. Um, well, I just have to do the ceremony without the time capsule. But instead, he's like, ah, oh, yeah, hello, local news. Um, yeah, so you won't believe this. We couldn't find the time capsule, so... <laughs> you uh, will not believe this. <laughs> what we've done is we have dug up about half the school. Yep, no, through the power cable, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Really big um, hole out there. <laughs> no, we, we're not stopping. No, no, we're not going to stop looking. That's It's fine. We're going to keep looking for this uh, until we find it. Um, Good for him. Everyone's got to have a project, you know? <laughs> Oh, boy. Journalists wondering how he got their number, you know? So, I am enjoying this photo that Ben attached to the story. Um, oh, it's really nice. Which is a man standing in I a... I assume it's Mr. Gledhill himself. I assume it's, it's Mr. Clearly, Gledhill. It must be. Uh, in, in a like a, a sandy area sort of thing uh, with his hands up in the air. It's called a playground, Theo. A playground. Well, uh, I don't spend so much time hanging around primary schools. Um, and his hands up in the air with clearly a uh, fuck nose look on his face. It's the international sign language for. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. Mm. Uh, there is another story from the ABC here. Unrelated, but related. Primary school digs up its decades old time capsule only to find it empty. <laughs> oh, it's sort oh. of a variation on the theme. Oh. A large crowd gathered at Bullingup Primary School on Saturday for the long-awaited opening of a 25-year-old time capsule buried in the school grounds. The kids were excited. Many of the parents and generations of former students had taken their phones out. The concrete slab had been dug up ahead of the event, and the plastic tube slid easily from the hole. We all know that feeling. It was like taking a satisfying shit. Two pairs of hands were required. To prize the lid from the capsule. Hopefully, something's in there, <laughs> said the Master of Ceremonies. The Master of Ceremonies. Uh, That's oh. a real thing, for sure. <laughs> Hold on one second. Hopefully, there's something in there. This is the one thing we <laughs> didn't want to happen. <laughs> there was nothing in there. The onlookers enjoyed a hearty laugh in the moments to follow. <laughs> Why? (laughs) I feel like I wouldn't be laughing. I'd be pretty fucking pissed. (laughs) What am I holding my camera for? Oh. I feel like it was like three people laughing really hard and everyone else kind of pissed. Yeah. I would be laughing. I would find this. This would be the only way I could be interested in anything that's going on here. I've got my phone around already. I'm, I'm not filming this or anything. Oh, I enjoyed a hearty laugh, but soon the big question was asked, what had happened here? Uh, and then they go on to give an update about the Yalu primary uh, mystery, which has apparently still not been solved. Oh, that's very funny. It's very funny. 
Uh, and now to continue with the theme that we have discuss- been discussing of late, we're going from black holes to black faces. That's right. We're going back to the Netherlands. <laughs> Can we just... Is the, you reckon the Dutch national anthem is in the public domain? It'd have to be, right? <laughs> I assume national anthems are. Absolutely. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. Now, I have to um, go and listen to that now. I bet it's true. <laughs> Do you, should we? Do you want to hear the Dutch national anthem? Can yes, we? Dutch I can give you, I can give you national, national anthem. anthem. I'm gonna look up some translated me, lyrics. Allow me to pipe it in. Pipe it in. Probably is played on the pipe, you know, because they'd be smoking that weed pipe in the Netherlands. They do. They really do. Here we go. <laughs> Just finding some English lyrics. My goodness. You have won the gold medal for blackface. <laughs> How do you feel? It's just that tears, sucks. tears running down their face, smearing Washing all the blackface. Away the blackface. <laughs> this is, you know, there's no real melody to this. Dutch national anthem, epic version. It is pretty freaking epic. Boo. Yeah, that was a real Boo. letdown, actually. I don't know. We don't want to start getting dragged about our national anthem. Oh, I mean, ours is fucking terrible. Hmm. Ours is awful. And I, All right. And the fucking thing they do to spice it up with the da-da-da-da, not a fan. Oh, let's not get Theo started on his I'm classic gonna... national anthem adjustment <laughs> you know, rant. I, you know, I thought about this like a month ago. I'm like, fuck, I really got to talk about this on the show. Uh, I could try to work out where we got put in and all that sort of stuff. Um, my brain just obviously opening a gaping hole in the tissue where the memory of doing that already on the podcast used to be. Yep. You have absolutely already done your national anthem rant. <laughs> if you know what episode that's in, please let me know. Yeah. Um, so instead, we cross live on this pre-recorded podcast to DutchNews.nl, our premier source of news about the Dutch. Uh, Google to ban Zwarte Piet. <laughs> uh, I'm I I choose to read this as Zwarte like Sooty, you know. Zwarte Piet. Uh, I mean, I think he is Sooty Piet. That's yeah, what that, that translates. Yeah, and, oh and no, Dutch is Dutch is funnier <laughs> if you read it if you read it like it's English. Google to ban Zwarte Piet's Sooty replacement as a quote racial stereotype. Are they going to ban Svart Pete's replacement? How, is he is he, is worse he, is he than better Svart or worse? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Um, so it says here: <clears throat> Google is banning advertising in the run-up to the Sinterklaas festivities using sooty peats as well as the traditional blackface version. The company has confirmed to DutchNews.nl. What's sooty Pete? <laughs> So, is he not blackface? He's just sooty. You've like he's been in the chimney. You've met wife of the show, my wife Elna. Mm-hmm. There are photos of Elna in hospital <gasps> in Australia, being visited by Santa and the sooty Pete's. Really? 
And that is what? that is people who put on blackface and a, like a little a little Santa's helper outfit. Because mm, they're like a chimney sweep. No, because this seems like no, a no, really no, weird me- way to meant, get around. They're meant being to be like, black. They're meant to I'm be. I'm not black. in blackface. I just have soot on my face. Here's an interesting little twist in that. Um, so I'm just reading. Traditionally, Zwati Piet is black because he is a Moor from Spain. That's right. Uh-huh. Those portraying Zwati Piet usually put on blackface and colourful Renaissance attire in addition to curly wigs and bright red lipstick. <laughs> Pretty cool, right? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So so basically, uh, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out here from a little little read of this. Um. So he's he's Santa's servant, basically a slave, if you will. Oh. Uh, okay. In 1850, the Amsterdam-based primary school teacher Jan Schenkman published the book Saint Nicholas und Zin Niekt, Saint Nicholas and his servant in English. It's widely considered the first time a servant character was included in a printed version of the Saint Nicholas narrative. Uh, this servant is depicted as a page who appears as a dark-skinned person, person wearing clothes associated with Moors. Uh, so, yeah, basically, they're Santa's helpers or servants, if you like, um, who are mm-hmm. who are black, who are Moors from Spain. Goodness, can't see a single problem with this. Yep. We should uh, just give the Dutch a break. Yep. <sighs> so... So yeah, there's uh, the, those those ones are also known as um, Black Peters. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so so I think Sooty Pete is meant to be the replacement for the Black Peter, right? Right. So yep. so Black Peter is the this is a black guy who works for Santa, and I'm doing no, blackface to represent that guy that works for Santa. It's different. So uh, Sooty Pete's. By contrast, to show that they have climbed down the chimney to deliver presents, are fast becoming the accepted alternative to the controversial blackface character, and have taken over as Saint Nicholas's companion in many Sinterklaas parades and on TV. So basically, they said, "Oh, there's a problem with the blackface. What if we had a different explanation for the blackface? Mm. What if mm. we did the exact same one, but yeah. there was a different reason for his blackface? What if the what law then? explained this? I'm not taking the blackface <laughs> off, so what if we work out some, yeah, look, something? Yeah, the, the blackface part, non-negotiable. Yeah. Okay, what if like, we work something out? That, put that off the table. That is a non-starter. <laughs> let's talk <laughs> Let's talk solutions, all right? You're just bringing me problems like uh, blackface is, is the issue. We want solution mindsets here. Uh, what if it's just a horrible little gnome uh, that had soot all over their face that made him look like a black person? But it's not. He's not black. But he's not black. He's not black. But he is absolutely covered in <sighs> in dark blackface charcoal all over his face. Looks like blackface. So the ban from Google means that companies will not be able to promote their goods using sooty peats. <laughs> Tragedy. Imagine that on the so Coles catalogue, you know? Imagine a, <laughs> imagine a Woolworths ad. And there's Santa, and he's like, ho, ho, ho. Aldi might still get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't bring Aldi into this. Oh. 
<laughs> Not all Europeans are created equal. Aldi, look, in, in fairness to Aldi, Aldi do one type of advertising that I am aware of, which is the catalogue. And the catalogue says, this is what we will be selling, and here are pictures of it. And that's it. Yeah. Get here before the store opens, or fuck off. They're not putting any Curtis Stone or fucking Jamie Oliver in my face. And they wouldn't pay for that. They would not pay for that. Uh, Sooty Pete's. Oh, my God. So, you are no longer able to promote goods using Sooty Pete's. And individuals will not be able to make money from Sooty Pete or traditional Pete videos on their YouTube channels. Once again, YouTube creators robbed by the woke left. You know how it's really hard to be right-wing on YouTube? Oh, right. <laughs> Continually victimized. So tough. Oh, boy. Uh, quote, Google is committed to equality and diversity, the company told DutchNews.nl in a statement. We have seen that some alternative forms of Black Pete are still based on racial stereotypes. While always taking context into account, we have drawn a line to keep our policies applicable as consistently as possible. I assume that the policy is... Please stop doing blackface. Mm. Seems simple. Seems pretty straightforward. <laughs> DutchNews.nl defensively asked Google to clarify which aspects of the Sooty Pete is based on a racial stereotype, but the company failed to respond. I mean, I feel like it's quite simple. <laughs> yes, it's uh, you, you took black guy out of the description of the character and resubmitted him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't you just change the description. <laughs> It's not even a palette swap, you know? Uh-huh. It's just it's just the same guy. Sooty Pete is Catholic now. <laughs> <laughs> I know it may not seem obvious, but Sooty Pete is now circumcised. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Facebook has got, got blackface all the way down his dick, except for the red tip. <laughs> oh, they cover that in bright red lipstick. Uh, Facebook said this summer that it would ban blackface Pete's from its social media channels as part of a decision to bar content that includes, quote, implicit hate speech, like blackface or anti-Semitic stereotypes on a global scale. However, the platform's moderators are not taking action against the images directly and will only intervene if alerted to photos and videos which break the guidelines. <clears throat> so we're going to need Dutch people to report Sooty Pete's and I don't see that happening. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, that picture. So, this is... <laughs> so, this is from The Guardian uh, in September 2019. Uh, Dutch St. Nicholas Parade to replace blackface with sooty faces. After years of debate and at times violent protest... <laughs> black Goodness. faces matter. <laughs> oh. Oh. Wait, are they oh. pro, like pro-blackface protests? <laughs> I'm assuming yes. <laughs> You're going to be cancelled. It's just for a that. whole other fucking world. Oh, <laughs> they just—they have damn. no idea. They're on like a fucking thirty years ago wavelength. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, after at times violent protests, this year's Christmas season Saint Nicholas Parade in the Netherlands will not feature white people in blackface makeup. The public broadcaster that organises the event has said. They said very, very cleverly before announcing <laughs> the next thing. The Zwarte Pieten, or Black Pete's, who accompany Sinterklaas, 
in the annual televised parade, which this year takes place in April Dune on 16th of November. This is Sinterklaas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Papa, when will Sinterklaas come? (laughs) You know, like... There's there's always like the the hour after we do these podcasts where I'm like maybe we've been too racist to the Dutch and then the next story is no, just like oh there's there's just violent clashes in the street because they don't oh. want to stop because they don't want to stop face. doing blackface. Oh. In the Netherlands, when when Sinterklaas comes and puts a lump of coal in your stocking, you cheer and start rubbing it on your face. <laughs> oh. God damn. All right, so so the televised parade will instead have sooty faces, the broadcaster said, in what it called a, quote, logical next step. <laughs> Let's break that down for a second. Uh, you don't want to go you don't want to go cold turkey on the blackface. <laughs> you really gotta people, people just freak out. They won't know what's going on. Just walking around dazed and confused if they're looking at just Dutch faces. Who is that standing next to Santa? Get him away from there! (laughs) (laughs) Last year, in response to growing protests by anti-racism campaigners, NTR introduced a mix of sooty and blackface peeton for the parade. (laughs) They can't even go all the way. (laughs) This is not... They couldn't even go all the way to I I really need need to see what the distinction is between a sooty peat and a blackface This is This is not (laughs) what we mean by wanting an integrated society. This it is certainly is not. What if we were to simply have half sooty peats and half blackface peats? It said it respected both tradition and change, but felt it had to quote reflect changes in society. I assume one of those changes is please stop doing blackface. Oh, okay. So Theo's got a picture of a uh, a sooty peat here, and it's the oh, same a mixed race. It's the same. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's, come on. It's, oh. it's the same guy, except like, it's like um, Dime Store Blackface. It's lazy, yeah. lazy blackface. He's... Yeah, it's, um, it's not um, Justin Trudeau Blackface. It's like your local <laughs> footy club Blackface. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Zwarte Piet, Sinterklaas's helper, has traditionally been portrayed by adults wearing gaudy costumes, large gold earrings, afro-style wigs, red lipstick, and full blackface makeup. A characterization critics say is a racist reference to slavery. No, oh, critics. Is it critics or is it... Well, the critics of blackface, no. Is, you know, everyone's a critic. Is it just kind of a fact, you know? <laughs> Many Dutch, however, strongly defend the traditional Piet arguing that his face is black only because of soot from the many chimneys he has had to climb down to bring presents to excited children on the 5th of December? Excuse me? Record scratch? Oof, wow. That's the most perverted thing that we've stumbled <laughs> on so far. <laughs> War on Christmas. Didn't know we were going to go there tonight. Wow. Disgusting. Okay. In recent years, the controversy has drawn protests and counter-protests, sparking vandalism, violence, and even convictions for incitement to racial hatred. In 2017, Zwarte Piet defenders blocked a motorway to stop opponents reaching the parade, and last year there were brawls, egg-pelting, and arrests in Eindhoven. These motherfuckers love blackface. (laughs) They live for it. 
Charlton Heston saying you can pry my pry my grease paint from my cold dead hands. Today is a beautiful historic day, said Jerry Ariffi of Kick Out Zwarty Pete. Yes, who had been yeah, ca- campaigning against Zwarty Pete since two thousand and eight. Damn, dude. This is a victory for everyone who strives for an inclusive parade that will delight all children. We want the tradition to continue for thousands of years, but adapted to the times. Doing d- doing my Sinterklaas parade in the year 5000. <laughs> um, he pledged to continue the fight against Swati Pete in blackface until the figure had disappeared completely. Quote, the national arrival of Sinterklaas is the big one, but there are other local ones, he said. We will fight for change. Polls show support for the traditional Pete is strong, but fading. In 2013, 89% of Dutch favoured blackface. Look, I would love to be really judgmental, but how many people do you think in Australia want more gollywogs? Or would at least say... Hey, it's not a big deal. Hmm. Not a big deal. I, I like. I I enjoy, and I'm using the word enjoy ironically here. The fact that we haven't actually really changed any minds about gollywogs. It's just that everyone that held that belief is just slowly dying off. Yeah, that's. Basically We've had to it. just have new people. No one's we come co- around and been we like, couldn't mm, maybe, ta- mm, maybe we couldn't take the old people and be like, hey, uh, that gollywog thing, not so great. Uh, we gave up on that. We just waited for them to all die. What are they going to do, though? Take the gollywogs off the shelf? Yeah. Wouldn't that be crazy? You Stop that, knitting you, them? You think that's easy? You think I can just take these out of my country op shop? You think I can find another pattern to crochet? I can't imagine being that enthusiastic about anything in my life, let no. alone like going to war over my right to be in blackface. You can be in blackface in your own home. By the way, it's perfectly you, you legal. It. Like if you really it's perfectly love it, legal. I'm trying to think what it would take if the government was like, "You can't have this anymore." That would make me be like, "I'm ready to fucking die for this cause." You know, it's, it's like coronavirus, but they—if you black up at home, you have to put a mask on when you go out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a full I'm gonna face mask. I'm gonna take like a hard, a hard left turn here and say, I was was looking at a thing online which was a very big. YouTuber saying, "Hey, Australia's really lost its way mm. because mm-hmm. because they are mm-hmm. they are putting in a ban on like hentai and anime with depictions of children having sex in it." Right. Yep. Which, as I understand, has actually been that way for a while. Mm-hmm. And yep. also, cool, yeah. good. It's not good for anyone. There's no positive out. Of this, I'm sure a lot of us have seen that that tweet doing the rounds. And apart from the fact that, like, to me, there is there is no way of defending it. Uh, I think I think people who were defending it, like, in a dishonest way, were yeah. trying to conflate. They were trying to say, "Hey, this will result in any anime that features a character who is a child being banned." And my understanding is that that is not correct. Um, instead it is any, anything that depicts any like, um, you know, hentai or anime or anything that depicts somebody who is under the age of consent, having sex, or in a lot of cases in these fucking things, being abused in some way, uh, you can't import that now. 
and fine. But there's no way to defend that without saying, hey, I'm going to be mad if I can't get my hands on that stuff anymore. Yeah. And I it's thought... It's not a good look. Well, I thought the same thing, Lucy, where I was just like, if somebody said to me, uh, you can't watch Werner Herzog movies anymore. <laughs> well, like, if, yeah, if somebody said like, hey, um, I know you really enjoy Martin Scorsese movies, but there's actually all this research that shows that when people watch those enough, they're far more likely to go out and abuse a child. Mm. I would say, mm. I think I can go without the Martin Scorsese movies. Like, I, yeah. I enjoy well, them you and say that. You say that, but if I don't, if I can't on demand watch a man drag a boat over a mountain, I feel like I am way more inclined to go and drag a boat over a mountain myself. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like, you, like you're saying, Lucy, I just... I don't know what it would take for me to be like, you know. Damn, I got to get out in the streets and throw a Molotov cocktail because I can't black up for the Sinterklaas parade. Right. Damn, I got to watch regular porn and just like imagine that we're all related. I got to watch. <laughs> yeah, I got to watch the, the I got to watch all of the like uh, terabytes and petabytes of porn that just depicts people over the age of 18 pretending to be in the same family. Right. Disgusting. Oh, story. boy. <laughs> Truly, truly. Uh, digging up my time capsule and wondering what people thought it would be like in 2020. <laughs> digging up the time capsule and there's just <laughs> incest pedophilia like anime in there. It's just, oh, that's not oh. allowed anymore. Oh, no. Society has moved on. Society's moved on from that. God, imagine if there actually was less of that stuff in the future, you know? But instead, uh, now, now we've just like... Uh, better extended the the networks of information across the world so that people can like advocate for the availability of this material. Basically, mm. people can organize pro blackface protests more efficiently than ever before. <laughs> and that's what we did for society. <sighs> what do we think porn's going to be like in twenty years? You know, don't want like to know. Crossed every frontier. It's <clears throat> done. I feel like we we keep bringing like new novelties to it, like three D or VR or whatever. That's true. And then we Smell just get vision. back to the classics. And then we're like, you know what? wasn't wasn't that good? Yeah, we we worked it out. We 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 worked out what's good, like a good like twenty years ago. Yep, it's fine. I can even older. I I now think in order to keep sanity, you got to stick with still photography. <laughs> <laughs> That's sure. these are my genuine beliefs. I think that uh, I think that like uh, porn video streaming sites, it's like so it's too much. It's well, it's it's too much. But like, um, Theo, have you ever seen a woman try to find porn on one of those? <laughs> Why are you asking this? Like, I'm not here. <laughs> well, I don't think he's watched you try to find porn. No. Certainly, the answer is no to both cases. Are women bad at finding porn? Is no, 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 no. Here? Sorry, sorry. What I what I mean by that is, um, it makes it apparent very quickly that uh, the majority of porn is not made for women. Are you just like? Right. Are you just over their shoulder going like, well, you can actually use Boolean operators here to, <laughs> to narrow your search. Oh, you can just exclude the term throat if. Uh, that's a problem. You guys are like putting search term. All right, or maybe I'm maybe uh, <laughs> you were right to say this. You know, yeah, yeah. Much simpler, more streamlined experience for me. Are you just hitting the front page? I'm just hitting the front page. You know, <laughs> trending. 
Trending. What's in the zeitgeist? What's trending is fine. That's, oh that's boy. <laughs> I don't know. Look, all all I'll say is I think that generally speaking, it keeps getting worse. Surely people are just trying to trying to top everything all the time. Everything's getting more gonzo. Yeah. It's like just right. relax, everybody. Let's make a time capsule. Let's let's make a time capsule and put some nice porn in there. You know. <laughs> Oh, imagine, imagine if you will, you're at your school and they say, hey, we're digging up a 30-year-old time capsule. And everybody's like, whatever. And then they dig it up and they start throwing out into the crowd of kids skin mags, you know? Mm, Just be- That'd be really cool. Be like, uh, be like going right back to the the eighties or the nineties when you could walk walk through the woods and find a dirty magazine somebody had discarded. <laughs> Means nothing to me. My first experience of porn was a GIF. A GIF. Oh my god. <laughs> my my. I think my first experience of like hardcore pornography was a VHS tape. Um, that my brother oh, right. that my brother said that one of his friends had. And he was like, I bet if you asked, he would let you see it. And I asked the guy and he gave it to me. I took it home. And oh, hell yeah. What a hero. Put it in the VCR, you know. Clunk, no, clunk. <laughs> Got to rewind it first. Yep, it's, just yep. on, it's 12 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Well, that's a different level of commitment, VHS porno, you know. Yeah. No, I, I definitely remember mine it was at my, my friend's place and he's like, oh, come check out uh, what my dad has in his drawers. Cool. His dad's just got like his bedroom drawers just right next to there. It's a big stack of, big stack of uh, penthouse. Oh, cool. <laughs> and as we have established on this podcast, that's the one where they show hole. <laughs> 100% is. And I, and I, <laughs> Afterwards, took me a while of like recalibration of <laughs> magazines that we have in Australia. I think I went too hard too early. Well, yeah, because I uh, you you've given me another memory here, which was um, so that that was I think in high school when I I saw this VHS, and that was the first time I had seen like actual sex happening. You know, um, and I'm I'm pretty happy that it took form in like somebody just saying. Sure, you can borrow this tape. And then I just got to go away and look at it and go, huh. Um, instead of what I, I imagined for a bunch of people, it's like you're saying, Theo, of like, hey, look at this material I have found. Let's all watch it together now. <laughs> you have mm-hmm. to you have to process it as part of a group. Uh, yeah. Which I think is interesting. Yeah. But um, but before that point. Sounds weird. Before <laughs> Can't that, say girls do this a lot. <laughs> Before that point in primary school, there was a guy that I was friends with uh, who I didn't like. You know those friends. Uh-huh. Um, but his dad had a collection of like, I want to say, 30 years worth of Playboy magazines in the garage. Wow. You know those like- Kept them. Yeah, like those those magazine holder type. Like, um, I don't know, those, thing, those things that you would put like a-, a big ream of A4 paper in kind of thing. Just shelves and shelves and shelves on the garage wall of decades of every month of every year of Playboy. Uh, And I stole many Playboys from that guy's house. And his dad was mad. But it's all right, because I didn't like him. 
I love when we mention anything weirdly sexual. Andrew's like, here is a pile of personal yes. information about me <laughs> that you might like to know. Hey. <laughs> well, I, I don't have anything to do with this information anymore, so I might as well just hand it out like Halloween candy. <laughs> and it's not as though I can, uh, I can be blackmailed by someone knowing that I saw various issues of Playboy from the 60s and 70s when I was 12 or whatever. You're just like a horrible old urchin on the street, like, extra, extra, <laughs> Andrew's sexual awakenings. <laughs> Oh, that's it, folks. We're trying to get back oh. to some classic softcore still pornography. That's all we want. <laughs> that's right. A bit of, use your imagination. Bit of airbrushing. Um, you know, brought to you by that gentleman's gentleman. What the fuck is his name? The Playboy Man? Hugh Hefner? Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner, thank you. Who is either dead or oh, dying. He's very oh, dying. dead. Oh, thank God. He, he died fucking ages ago, didn't he? Filthy old fuck. Uh, he was <laughs> died in twenty seventeen. Yeah, he died in twenty seventeen in his horrible fucking herpes infested mansion. People catching shit in the grotto. No good. No good. Just what a, what a horrible place that would be. Like on its backslide. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. In the bad well, times. Well, like, maintenance is going downhill. Well, I think by the I think towards the end, like the primary use of the Playboy Mansion was people renting it. For like parties and stuff, oh. like renting it so you can have a, a party on the grounds of the Playboy Mansion. So you just be you just be in the grotto with just like some losers come. Yeah, it would even be like Shaq's come. Yeah, I think this is <laughs> Sylvester <sometimes>. Stallone's come. <laughs> you know, I think he also had like some. Um, I think he had some some gross vibes as well with like you know all of his girlfriends. Oh, you think? I do. I genuinely do. <laughs> Newsflash. You have no... Cancelled. Kind of gross. Kind of gross. No, well, the whole, like, having having uh, a group of girls younger than your daughters who live with you and trade trade sex for access to your money, I guess. Mm. I don't think anyone's arguing on this one. No. <laughs> no, it just makes me think of... um. Elna had been watching that uh, that documentary about Nexium. Mm. Yeah, I gotta I gotta watch that. That's some... We we watched the one on mm. Stan. Uh, that's some wild shit. To especially when like um, I I would I would recommend watching it. Like obviously it has some very unpleasant stuff in it. But the wild thing about it is it's basically like the the cult itself is basically like. Scientology by way of LinkedIn. Uh, it, it sort of started as like a corporate retreat type thing, hmm. and so all of the like uh, all of the bits of um, people doing talks and like courses and stuff that they have footage of and everything that I heard it just made me think of like people's LinkedIn posts. Yeah, only slightly more perverted than the actual LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. Um. And the guy who was, like, the leader of the thing that all of these people, like, dedicated themselves to and described as a genius. Absolute fucking dweeb. Very perplexing to look at and hmm. consider how people get themselves into those situations. And that is the end of the podcast. The and abrupt that has been <laughs> what Andrew's watching lately. <laughs> 
Sex cults. <laughs> you have to. Some porno Andrew has seen. Yep. <laughs> I don't remember the name of the porno or anything, if you're wondering. Some personal sexual awakening information and a recommendation for what Andrew has been watching recently. Do you remember what the gif was, Lucy? Why would I remember what the gif was? This was probably like the shortest gif ever and it was probably saved onto the computer by my brother or something in like 2004. <laughs> Did you you didn't see it on Tumblr or anything? No, this is like way before Tumblr. It was, was GeoCity stuff. I was like very young at the time and I was like this is like a video but it's not a video. <laughs> <laughs> very short. Just more shocked about the, you know, the uh, file format than anything else. Color palette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It looks like there's only 128 colors in this. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Oh, as always, thank you for joining us, folks. Uh, there's some information you didn't need. Some you might have. Was it, Do you think there was any information in this anywhere that anybody needed? There never is. <laughs> <laughs> That's not our thing. That's not really our thing. It's not what we're here for. All right. Well, thanks for your support, guys. Uh... That's it. That's you it. didn't want to plug the Patreon or anything? Well, I think the, the Patreon gets plugged by by the little teasers that go in. Oh, oh. We've, have, have we automated that? Yes, in the sense that Ben edits them into the show. Okay. Great. I've just noticed this now. Yes, that is why I stopped saying things about the Patreon, because if you are listening to this on the bonus feed and you have paid to not have the Patreon plugged to you right. constantly... You won't be hearing the ad, you'll just be hearing this This bit conversation in which... I've realised we haven't been talking about the Patreon on the main In which Theo suddenly comes to understand several months after mm. this thing happened that it was I'm not really the guy that remembers to do things. I assume everyone stops the podcast about... Five minutes ago, and we're like, well, we're about yeah, done now. When we say the first goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as I segue into the first porn, click. <laughs> They're like, all right, that's click. not enough. All right, we're going to hear some, some stuff from Andrew. So. <laughs> uh, just, just fade the audio out, you know. <laughs> you got, you need some music to start playing me off like, a, like an Academy Award recipient. Oh, I would love that every time you start <laughs> describing the plot to a film. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>